First Tuesday of the month, we bring you Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers. Town Talk brought to you by Prime Materials Recovery with facilities on Milk Street and Ash Street in Willimantic. Well, Mr. Rivers, good morning. Can I get you a glass of tap water? I'm drinking the high-quality Wyndham Waterworks water every single day, and it's delicious. So what's this story about maybe our water isn't good? Where'd that come from? That, I know for a fact I, how good the Willem- Wayne, the Wyndham Waterworks water is. Wayne, if I had the time that I spend knocking back <laughs> rumors and inf- misinformation. So, uh, yeah, everybody uh, you know saw some of the news stories, I think, that uh, got or, everybody. Or heard them. Uh, or heard them, right. Um, the, wa- the water quality of our public water system is not compromised. It has not never been compromised. It's some of the best water in the state. It is the best water in the state from a tasting standpoint. And um, the PFAS, which is the chemical used in typically used in firefighting uh, foaming uh, products, um, it's a surfactant, and it, it was used over there at the, uh, the old firefighter school. And so that's the location of any source of the source of this so-called PFAS in Wyndham. Um, it's been some years, and of course the fire school's been closed for a number of years now because they've been working on it, um, but... Uh, Just to clarify, this is the one down across from Rec Park. Right, so it's it's further south. Our water source comes from the Mansfield Dam area, the Mansfield watershed area, and uh, our water is fine in the water system. Um, the area that might be contaminated, and I say might, the DEP and the EPA are monitoring that whole area, of course, because they're, they're over there building the... Uh, the facility, but again, that's um, farther downstream. That's further downstream, and it's it's not affecting the water that's coming out of your faucet. If you have city water, if you have a well further downstream, uh, you might have some traces of it. Um, I don't know how many people are on wells in that particular area. Uh, some people may not be on the public water system, but they're in the port- public water system area. Um, but I don't think there's too many of those folks anymore. And then further, further down, of course, dilution is the solution to contamination, as they say. Um, I think as you get further away from that contamination or what was contaminated, I think you'll find that uh, the, the levels are probably not uh, critical uh, for anybody further down. But, I mean, it w- wouldn't hurt to get your water checked. But, I mean, all, a lot of that area further downstream is also has public water now because of contamination um, years ago from other things. Uh, so the public water runs down into South Wyndham, uh, serving a lot of those uh, homes as well further downstream. Jim, we're about two inches below average for the year 2020 so far. Would a good rainstorm or maybe snowmelt solve this problem? I, I think whatever contamination... What little problem there is. Yeah, I, it, it, this isn't a new, a new problem. This is an old problem. This is an area that was contaminated years ago from the firefighter foam, probably. I, I'm, again, I'm not a scientist or... Uh, I'm not the EPA or the EP. Um, and, and again, this isn't something that just occurred. This is something that had occurred over a period of time some time ago. And again, I think, like you said, yes, water, uh, more rain, more, you know, water flowing through the river over time, you know, dilutes or, or you know, dis- disperses, I guess, the contamination. I'm not an expert. Uh, but this has happened a while ago. So, again, they, somebody came up with this report talking about different areas, talking about, I think, the fire at the airport um, Bradley. in Bradley and how that had an impact on the water systems in that area uh, and some other things that have gone on, you know, any other areas in the state. And they just mentioned Wyndham because on the probably on the red the map there's this red dot that says there's a problem in Wyndham. It's, I think it's an old problem. 
again, not affecting the public water system here at all. We test all the time. We did some extra testing. Uh, you know, no traces of that product. It, again, it's a surfactant. That PFAS is a surfactant in the firefighter foam that um, ended up, uh, you know, contaminating to some extent. I don't know what extent years ago over by the firefighter school. That's it. Anything else going on in town, Jim? No, nothing. I, I think the show's over. <laughs> I can go home now. You always got stuff going no, on. No, no. Uh, again, uh, since we are here last, I mean, of course, the sign has been in full use. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of uh, people asking to use it, which is great. And that's been the problem. I, I, an unanticipated problem is we've got a lot of message, message requests, so we're trying to sort that out. You don't want too many messages because it'll dilute the, the effectiveness of it. The zoning commission... Uh, graciously allowed us to go from one minute to 30 seconds because they had originally approved our permit with a with a one minute minimum time. So if you're wondering why the messages weren't flipping, that uh, uh, you'd see one message if you went through the, the intersection, it was because we were required to do so by zoning. They didn't want to see flashing lights or scrolling or stuff like that. So we have asked them because of the requirement uh, being a little too strict and we couldn't get enough messages up there and people were asking for them. Uh, we're down to 30 seconds, so you'll see it move a little quicker. Um, messages aren't perfect. Sometimes you can't read them. We're still trying to play with it. Uh, like today, there's a few messages that are dated a few days late. This depends who's on staff through the weekend. You know, we don't have people 24 hours a day uh, staffing the message board uh, content. So uh, we, we try to update it as, as uh, often as we can. But I encourage organizations, if you have a big event, and it's especially if it's a uh, a special event that uh, you want to try to get a lot of people to attend, please uh, submit your, requ your request to tech support, uh, T-E-C-H support at WyndhamCT.com. Uh, and Brian, our IT's uh, director, is the one that's uh, managing the sign for now. And despite the fact there are a few naysayers, because there's always a few naysayers in this town, I love the sign. I think it's great, and I think it looks good, and I think it's a great way to get the message out. And I did see yesterday it said, enter your romantic Willimantic Cupid entries by January 31. So we've got to find a way to get some of those data. Yeah, I think off. this morning uh, you'll see those messages change. But I want you to tell the story about the snowball, which is another thing that had the wrong date yes, on it in 2019, uh, but that wasn't Wyndham's fault. So the, the snowball, uh, you know, we got the sign up just before the snowball, like a week and a half before the snowball, and we're still trying to figure out how to use it anyway. One of the first messages was the snowball, and uh, it came over to us with a two it says two nine, 2019 snowball. What you were uh, given. What, what we were given, and then uh, we looked it up, but Brian checked it out, went to the website, and the brochure on their website said 2019, so we said, well, that must be it. Okay, you know, maybe they call it the 2019 snowball, you know, celebrating. In 2020. Yeah, you know, in 2020. <laughs> no, but celebrating the prior year. You know, I don't know. And uh, so we put up 2019. I, Faith Kenton, I believe, give Faith credit, uh, caught it. Because I, I went by it, I don't know how many times. You know, I'm looking at this nice new sign. I'm like, well, look at the sign. It looks great. Snowball, that's great. I didn't even catch it. I, finally, uh, we were. it was brought to our attention. So we changed it, and then I think... Uh, the uh, museum changed it as well, but you know. No, but tell your story about the ticket sales. So I, I, I'm taking credit, and I'm going to get I'm going to get a face full of uh, uh, comments. I'm sure, but it's just like this, you always do. You know, after like I always show. do. But I, you know, uh, ticket sales, you know, really uh, uh, skyrocketed after the sign. Uh, that's that's what Which I'm. Which shows the anyway. impact of that sign. That's what I'm pitching. I, I, I'm sure it helped, right? I'm sure it it helped get the word out that the snowball was upon us. And uh, you need to get your tickets, right? So it, it is an effective tool. I think that's the point. It is an effective tool to pitch uh, events. You know, it, as many 
as we have great tools today with you know Facebook, all this uh, social media. We have radio. We have uh, a good newspaper in town. But I think some of that, there's so much to, to so many different places to look. It's hard to really get it all in one place. I think the sign on the corner, almost everybody has to drive through that that intersection, right? It's a very effective tool. And so. by the way, if you were inspired by what Jim just said to attend the snowball, uh, wait till next January because this year's <laughs> you missed too, it too late. I heard it was well attended. It was a good event, and uh, I'm glad that the sign helped out. I, and hopefully, uh, we'll get it up a little earlier next year because now Town Talk with Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers is monthly program brought to you by Prime Materials Recovery. All right, a couple listener questions. Yes, you got a fan club, and they know you're coming in, and they pepper me with questions about it. I wouldn't call them fans all the time, Wayne. I don't know. Oh, we love the town manager. Oh, yeah. Nice. You got the, tell me about the ceremony for the senior center, uh, the community center. The ribbon cutting is February 15th, and Ann wanted to know if that's open to the public. Absolutely. We want everybody there. Please come. You got that, Ann? You get there, girl. You get there, Ann. I expect to see you there. Um, 10 o'clock. February 15th, we're going to do some sort of groundbreaking ceremony. Uh, we're ready to go. We're, re- we're waiting on uh, you know the weather to break. we got a little cold air, cold activity it's going February. on here. February, that it's often still happens, February. You know. So, yeah, we're ready to start. start and, uh, we'll, st- we'll start it off with a celebration. Want to uh, borrow my scissors? Uh, we've got okay. bigger scissors than that. <laughs> How big? They're big. All right. Like and two feet long. Uh, by the way, I know you can't talk about some of this, but uh, is it is it possible that secretly a 2020 romantic Willamantic Cupid was selected last night? Last night in a top secret meeting in my office. And that's all you can say. That's, I, I'm just well, saying. We're not going to know now. The until... Cupid has been selected. And I, well, so just this is that's so secret that I have never been told that, I, and I am not told now. I, nobody's given me any indication. I find out when everybody else finds out. Yeah, there's days when I'm it's, top, it's, it's the best kept secret in Wyndham, and that's not easy to do, right? I mean, if we don't not, know, we'll, not, you know, they say if we don't know, we'll make it up in Wyndham. I mean, well, that's not the in the way days of social go. media when everybody makes right. stuff up. They make it up yeah. if they don't have the answer. But no, I, I don't know what it is. But they did select the Cupid last night in my office in a closed door meeting. You know, you'd think that they might uh, give a little hint to the first Cupid, but they don't. There are days the first Cupid, when he's uh, emceeing the ceremony live on the radio down there on February 14th, finds out when the proclamation is read. So that's that's how top secret this it thing is. It is top secret. So, There's like four or five people that know. Now, we did have the uh, usual question about what's going on with the Ruby Tuesdays building. You've always said we're getting nibbles, but nothing else. Is that as far as we're going on? I don't know of anything firm on that building other than uh, I've heard that half the building will be rented by a... Uh, small retail business, a retail business in the near future. Uh, I don't know. I, it's all. It's, it's a rumor. I I don't <laughs> have any. Would you find that on no social one has media? Come in, yeah, I, no one has come into our office with asking for permits. Uh, that's all I can say. I, all right. No other then, indication. And then going to the west side of town, can you explain what's going on with Burger King? Burger King had a structural problem, a real structural problem that one of the employees noticed that the roof trusses were starting to bow inward in the middle of the room and then they continued to investigate. We got called in and uh, shut the building down and they're supposed to make those repairs. 
from what I understand. So, Well, the aforementioned social media, there are conspiracy theorists out there who say that Burger King is gone, it'll never come back. Your uh, not, not true. I'm not hearing that. Uh, then my cat, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but I mean... It, that's not the original. That's thing. not why it closed. It, yeah. it was a, truly a serious structural issue with the pro- property, and uh, we we shut it down, and of course they shut it down too. They don't want people to get injured. So, so is there a timetable on I this? I have not heard, but that, that company owns 100 or so franchises, uh, they're a serious company. Uh, if anybody can fix that and get it up and running again, they will. Uh, I mean, I assume the numbers are good there. Look at that. That intersection is very busy. One way or another, they, something's coming back there, no question about it, especially they're in the business. All right, then going back east again, uh, update me. Uh, the story we've told many times before is about that uh, bridge on Route 66 near Olympic Restaurant, and now they've flipped it over to the mm-hmm. other side. Mm-hmm. But, Jim, I've driven by that a couple of times in the middle part of the day, not lunchtime, and I see nobody there. They got the Tappan Zee Bridge up in like a year, and we can't get this done in a couple of years? Why, why is there inactivity going on at that bridge? When I they can't can... tell you on any, each, any given day why they're there or why they're not there. I don't go down there watching them. It's a state project. It's not a, not a town project. Um, I will tell you the opposite. I've seen them over there almost every day. I drive through there multiple times in a day as well. And I've seen them there almost every day through the winter here, which is good. You know, the weather's been somewhat cooperative. The days, by um, the way, I'm talking about were not weather-related days. It wasn't yeah, super Again, cold. I don't know if, if they're waiting on somebody. You know, sometimes they can't proceed until somebody inspects or looks or, uh, you know, they're taking it apart. They're, they're in the dis- dismantling phase of that side. Um, I, I will tell you this. They're planning to finish that bridge this summer. It's going to be done this summer. I don't see any other obstacles. We had two big holdups. Uh, it was a two-season project anyway, and it's now gone into a third season because of these other holdups. Um, and, you know, we should, we should see the bridge finish this summer, finally. I would say this. That it does slow things down, but I it, think it it's, has it's, been passable. It, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's managed It doesn't well. back up too much. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, it backs up a little bit towards right. the city side. It really does. You, you wait one or two cycles there. Uh, it's not much of a delay. No, the traffic lights, I think, were very efficient with that, including the people that are leaving the restaurant there as well. So that's the story yeah. on that. Yeah. And just every time you're on, but I think an update is, is necessary here in the timetable of the hail and the hooker. And okay, so that's that's coming to, uh, I'll say, to a beginning. Uh, we have a discussion tonight about the tax abatement agreement, which is needed for any of these bigger projects they did and on the art space building did it on 560 on other bigger commercial properties um it's commonplace to put together an agreement on taxes um we're going to talk about that tonight and if that passes tonight i am told by mr kelly that he is going to begin his project on the foster building and the hooker hail that's what i'm hearing he's got his contractors lined up uh his money is lined up his design is well underway uh we're ready to get started. It's exciting. It's you know, it's still pinch me. Is this happening? Uh, exciting, but it seems like he is ready to go. He's calling our office uh, or his team is calling us every day now uh, for various things that he needs. So the demolition is. We well, start with deconstruction of what, whatever it's it's outside demolition or it's inside. You know, as in the Foster Building, there'll be a lot of uh, I don't want to say gutting, but. You know, it's it's designed as an office building, and it'll have to be changed. So they will take apart what they need to take apart at the Foster building, uh, including stripping off the elevator shaft that's on the uh, mounted on the outside. It was mounted on, I think, in the 70s, um, and he's going to relocate that. 
elevator into the center of the building for you know for flow purposes i am not a nabob of negativity however is there any provision in place that they demolish it and for whatever reason mr kelly decides to leave is, is, is there some provision in place where we're covered in case that happens? That is covering us, because if Mr. Kelly didn't take down the Hooker Building, the town of Wyndham would be taking down the Hooker Building. would be very clear uh, that building is unsafe, and it needs to come down soon. If Mr. Kelly didn't come along, we would be taking it down. So if Mr. Kelly leaves after taking it down, it just saved the town of Wyndham hundreds of thousands of dollars. And we would lien the property, but again, are you going to recover that demolition cost from the next buyer? Probably not. So, uh, in in a sense, there's uh, you may not like Mr. Kelly's project, and I think most people do at this point. I think they've seen it and know that he's he's going to do a good job. Um, but he's he's also this is cost avoidance for the town. Um, buildings can only stand so long without attention or money being put into them, and that's another building as well as, well as the Poya building. The Poya building, as we talked about last time, has collapsed. So if if the owner, which we've asked over and over again, the previous owner. To, to take action on that building. If they don't take the action, we're eventually going to take that action. Just like the building in South Wyndham, uh, the factory that burned last year, the town will take action and at the town's expense. Uh, and we will do everything we can to recover those costs. And they just took down that building near Winter Street. I think it was the flower shop building there. Uh, is there is that private property, or what's the future of that particular parcel? That is going to be a car wash, and the approvals have already been granted, and uh, the Cumberland Farms organization is about to start that work, we think, in the spring. From the next-door gas station. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's yeah. correct. It's going to be part of that uh, property. You've always got some economic development news when you come in. Anything else going on downtown? Uh, Klaus Larson is going to have an open house, which he has now opened up to the public. I think it's on fe- tomorrow. It's t- uh, Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's today, I think. It's later today. Uh, Mr. Larson in, in the old the Sears roofer. building, the roofer guy. It's also a training center. So it's, he's just not in the roofing business, but he's also uh, created a training facility there. And I understand it's really wonderful inside. I haven't been in there yet myself, but at 4 o'clock today, I think 4.30, uh, Mr. Uh, Larson is going to open up his facility for an open house uh, to see his, his building. So the public is welcome to that event as well. Uh, again, uh, we've got building permit fees and we'll get more taxes and um, you know just again all this activity is really starting to, to pay dividends for us yeah, I had him in here a couple months ago and I liked his enthusiasm and he seems to, to to have a pretty good hold meaning an appreciation for this town this community absolutely he wanted to be here he chose Wyndham yeah. and he uh, is putting a, making a significant investment in that building I mean he spent millions of dollars on that building and what else are you going to do with it in retail, in the age of not retail, uh, on a building in the back of a, a shopping complex? Those are hard tenants to find these days. And he, is, I think, is putting a really good use into that building. And he's done a wonderful job at the outside. His sign is up now. His new sign is up on Route 6. Uh, so it's it's looking really good. And I think that a lot of people will be surprised to hear that we are still above average snowfall for this winter-slash-fall season even though we've only had three inches of snow in 2020. So statistically, if we're above average, how are you doing on your snow removal budget? Well, good and bad. The good news is we haven't had to go out as much as we usually do. The bad news is we still don't have the money on uh, Town Aid Road, which is what we rely on to manage our our road uh, cleanup budget for the winter. Um, I'm confident that the the governor will will make that move at some point here during during the session. 
I don't know all the details of why it's being held up, but uh, a lot of towns depend on Town Aid Road, and I'm confident we'll see that soon. Uh, so we're just running the account uh, uh, into the negative until we get that money from the state. But, we, you know, obviously we have the cash flow to manage that. And uh, But, again, we're lower than we have been. So when we do get our Town Aid Road, we'll have, we should have a surplus uh, going to go into next year. There's no official measurement at Wyndham Airport or Willimantic. Maybe the state DOT does something like that, but I don't have access to that. But statistically, Bradley right now is still above average. They've got 25.3 for the season. Only three of that's come in this calendar year, and that is plus four inches. So it's funny. I think most people would ask, we haven't got much snow. It's, it's not only the, 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 the amount of snow, though, Wayne. It's the number of storms and the duration that causes us costs. So and if the guys still have to weekday. go out. Whether it's an inch or six, it doesn't matter. They have to go out, and depending on the length of that storm, we have to keep out there, keep putting uh, material on the road to keep it safe. And weekend versus weekday, and some of those early storms yes. had a lot of ice and stuff in but it. We, but we have, that being said, we still haven't had a lot of storms this year. Right. Let's keep it that way. That's Town Talk with Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers, brought to you by Prime Materials Recovery with facilities on Milk Street, Nash Street, and Willimantic, headquartered in East Hartford. PMR operates state-of-the-art processing facilities in Canastoga, New York, Orangeburg, South Carolina, and Romantic Willimantic. Learn more at pmrinc.com. Jim, always a pleasure. Thanks for coming in this Thanks morning. Thanks for having me, Wayne. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM. After the news, we'll talk to Rex Fowler of Aztec Two-Step.